I'm Laura Linney, and this is Masterpiece Classic. Last time on the Lord's Grantham Podcast, we watched Downton Abbey Season 1, Episode 5, as chosen by you, the fans. It was the best bloom in the village, where the Dowager, she didn't win for once, she gave it over to Mr. Senior Mosley. It was a great episode, it held up. This week, we're watching Season 2, Episode 8, the season finale of Season 2, and we'll see how that holds up this week on the Lords of Grantham Podcast. And we're back once again. What a week it's been, Dave. <laughs> Indeed. I, I, I don't know if it's even worth getting too deep into the world right now. I think it's worth acknowledging that, you know, we, we, we support Black Lives Matter and everything. And, you know, yeah, that's absolutely. where we are. <laughs> We're not going to dive too deep into it just because you're dealing with it all over your news feeds. Exactly. So we're on that side and that's that. Yeah. But we do have to follow up on last week. Uh, we said that it, Down was leaving Amazon, and we may have been egregiously foretelling things that would never happen. <laughs> but it's not our fault, in fairness. It is not our fault. Um, so one of our listeners informed us over the weekend that they checked in again on uh, the status of Down Abbey on Amazon, and it's it's not leaving. It's, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> So that's confirmed that it's not going anywhere, or well, just I mean, that the banner disappeared? The banner disappeared, so it must be fine. That would be a real pull-in-the-rug-from-under-us move to just pull it off I mean, I'm, without the banner. I'm looking at it now, and there's no news or anything about it leaving the, the service, so... <laughs> no, is that the kind of thing that gets news, even if it were oh, news? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you see like what's coming and what's going from all these service streaming services every month, so I, I wouldn't doubt that that would gain some news article because it's just clickbait. Yeah, especially now. Right, yeah. So, you're in luck, everyone who who is watching down on Amazon. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll find out next week. Well, <laughs> What if we go to log on to watch an episode and it's it's gone? Yeah, on June 6th. Yeah, it's just it's not we there. We told you one day. I, well, I had a panic attack for today's episode because... My dad must have changed. I used my dad's login for Amazon, and he must have changed his passwords. And I was just like, "Well, I need to start this episode now, and it's over an hour long." And uh, he finally got back to me with the with the password to log in. But it's like, "Come on, Dad, don't don't change the Amazon password on me." He's like, "I got to get my stuff, my Prime stuff. I got to do my job, <laughs> my side job, my hobby, or whatever you call this." <laughs> and I think bef- your social obligation to people we've never met in person. Well, uh, save for for Mister Mosley. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Uh, but aside from that, I think the only other thing to mention, Dave, is it's your birthday, bro. Oh, yeah, I guess when this is going out, it's my birthday. We're not recording it on my birthday, so I need to get my my head in birthday mode a couple hours early. Happy birthday, dude. Who knew? Thank you, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Usually we'd be doing something, but I don't know if that's going to happen this year. <laughs> no, I mean... Not looking good. It's... it's it's a weird world. Yeah, I, I I was talking about renting a car, but you know, for people not familiar with New York prices, it's close to two hundred dollars to rent a car for a day, and then there's a eight p.m. curfew going on here right now. 
So even if I were to rent wow. a car, it wouldn't be realistic. So Dave's just going to have to find some other friends. <laughs> to That's true. I'm going to be all alone in quarantine. Well, I mean, everybody is. So, you know, birthdays are... What's what's a birthday in this day and age? In this year? It, it's, a, it's a commemoration of the day you were born. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I feel like everybody's everybody's celebrating differently so it could be worse 20 yeah i mean let's see let's see 2021 hopefully we're not still doing this then i well i mean i hope we're still doing the podcast oh yeah i mean that's <laughs> that's unless unless we get the virus we're still going to be here even if we get the virus i, mean, I think we'll still be, be here. Here. yeah i think we're built to last um but speaking of viruses we we, we were i i failed at my job last week i i said that we we said that there wasn't a strong fan response and it just so happened instagram doesn't notify you when people respond to polls that you post on your story and there's a uh, several responses that i totally missed the people recommending episodes to us to watch <laughs> so this is why we don't get paid yeah this you know our social media guy would be on it if we had a, a, a some kind of corporation or something I mean, my the Lord's Grantham Instagram account is nothing more than a burner account that I post down in photos to or whatever <laughs> we're watching on a week-to-week basis. Yeah, just to, like, tag extra friends for contests and stuff. That's what I do. Anytime there's a tag three friends, like one of them's a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you need entry into all those those contests and everything. Uh, but, it, it, I mean, we care about that. We do engage with Instagram listeners and everything on there, or followers. Yeah, it's just, it's just our bad situation. <laughs> we got lives to live, you know. <laughs> We're in our 30s now, you know, early 30s still, but yeah, yeah. Anyways. Though. Now, did this episode that we picked today, mm-hmm. did it come from an Instagram suggestion or was this our attorney? Well, it, it was his suggestion over Instagram. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's... it's Our legal counsel, Kevin, I, answered the poll online <laughs> and suggested that we watch the Spanish flu episode. Which is very appropriate, I guess. I mean, it's of the time. Uh, you keep hearing comparisons even today to the the worst flu since you know the Spanish flu and uh, mm-hmm. Dave, and it is uh, it is funny because the way that they act in this episode and I know in very Downton fashion this episode skips six months after this to the next episode mm-hmm. but the way th- this does have some some vibes of early COVID for oh, sure yeah, it's, it's uh, absolutely even absolute though it impression. is ni- 1919 and not 1918 so. Well, I mean, it was going going on during that period too. It yeah. Went, it's, it, it, so this is it was went from February nineteen eighteen to about April nineteen twenty. Yeah. So the H one shouldn't have N1. caught these people off <laughs> off guard as much. Yeah, that was one thing I kept wondering about this episode. Is it seems like no one gets news, <laughs> like that this virus is go, is going around, or I guess they just didn't take it as seriously back then. But you look at the numbers. This thing, there was like th- over thirty to fifty million cases of it worldwide. <laughs> This would be absolutely yeah, the news of the time. Yeah, they definitely do not address it. Yeah, post-World War One, this would be absolutely everywhere as the news going on. <laughs> oh, and before we even get to the episode, we did say at the end of last week's episode we were going to do the, the Tofton episode. Oh, we did, yeah. And little did we know that that's a finale. Yeah, it's a Christmas special. And it's a Christmas we, special that's 90 minutes. Not, yeah, <laughs> we did not uh, account for that. So I think if Downton is still on Amazon next week, we can tackle it i Maybe. We just need I, I need time i i, I got a busy schedule <laughs> yeah but if we have a week and we know a week out that it's 90 minutes we can ration right you know two 45 minute sittings or something yeah yeah we, we can make it happen this was an hour and seven minutes so mm-hmm. it indeed it is 20 minutes more digestible than the than that one uh 
Well, actually, no. I thought this episode moved fast, Dave. You- oh, this is a... Uh, one thing that I like about revisiting these episodes on sort of suggestions and on a whim mm-hmm. is you forget what episode has what minor details. Like, we found out last week that the flower show had so much more to it with the the blindness mm-hmm. and, and Anthony Strahlen and all that. This episode is the Spanish flu, but it's also a lot more. It's jam-packed. There's so many things in this episode, like... Oh, this happens then already? Okay, all right. Uh, or even this is still going on? I, I, Where do we even start? Yeah, I mean, there's the big the big things that I'm sure we'll get to, but are there any sort of quick things we can check off while we're going through this? So Daisy... Uh, <laughs> That's a quick one she, for she sure. Gets, she... she, she who, who nudges her to go see Mr. Mason or whatever? Oh, she got a letter. From, she gets a letter from Mr. Mason. Mm-hmm. He wants to see her. And then she just happens to bump into him at a, at a, uh, in the graveyard one day. At, at William's grave. Yeah. yeah. And then he kept waiting to see her there. You know, as you do, you hang out in graveyards waiting to see someone you care about. Yeah. And that's check. <laughs> that, that's the storyline. Uh, it, it's funny too. Cause you can see a lot of this episode is table setting for the Christmas special. That'll come in a month or two after this one airs. Asking people to remember Daisy and Mr. Mason have a thing going on in terms of a storyline is a lot. Just by cramming these like two small scenes in there to remember two months from then on. Well, this I, I think the whole plot line of Daisy and 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 the post William dying stuff mm-hmm. is so petty. Where she just doesn't want to own up to ever anything, and she says, you know, she wants to tell Mr. Mason she never loved him and stuff like that. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good look for a character that is. It, I mean, Daisy's supposedly a beloved character. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's stylishly simple-minded, so you know, just you got to give her some rope. <laughs> sure. Yeah, is she simple-minded though? She hangs out with all these people. She's not like alone. She's not Dude, isolated. Last week we found out she knew how to read, and then somehow she forgot. Okay, so <laughs> there's something up there. That's that's Julian's fault. That's not Daisy's fault. Let's not is put it? that on Jul- uh, Daisy. We don't know. We don't know about Daisy. She may have bumped maybe into she her gets, head. like hit in the head between episodes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know, maybe she even got the flu a little bit. Who knows? A little touch of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, there's other. Uh, speaking of the flu, we can just go to Carson gets the flu. Well, even, or Carson gets something. Yeah. So yeah, he's down for a night, and who do they call in from the reserves to, to off the bench to help out? Well, they call Mosley. Yeah, even Hughes has her uh, her misgivings. Like Mosley, that that dumb man, that, that ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there he is. <laughs> um, so our boy Mo- Mosley, who who we know from real life, uh, he's trying to learn how to to offer the the wine and the and the spirits to to uh to the crawlies so anna's walking him through it and, and how does he learn how to do that dave well he drinks it <laughs> plain and simple as you do as you do I, I i do you think that would actually help you learn how to uh <laughs> how to tell wine from another when you're drinking that many in a row i feel like anna makes it abundantly clear what's what there's like two whites and two reds. Oh, really? The lighter white, and then the the darker white, and then this is when the red goes I out. Don't like know. the decanters. He didn't need to drink anything. She, she had me lost, man. Maybe you should have been serving them that night. It seemed like they were all lined up in a row too. Yeah, yeah. Either so, way, in this whole episode of people being sick, 
Clarkson comes in with the like chuckle. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's just drunk. <laughs> and how's he diagnosing, Dave? Did this catch you off guard? He just smells it. Yeah, he just sniffs them. <laughs> is that is that a thing today? Still, like, people just sniff someone to know if they're they're okay or not. And also, how much is he drinking that he gets plastered off of wine? Right. And the, and honestly, if you get plastered off of wine, do you really leave that much of a skunky smell? I mean, your breath probably reeks. And but but I don't know. I feel like that's a you beer wouldn't thing. have the symptoms of being sick. You would have the symptoms of being drunk. Right, Mister Carson hick- isn't stumbling around. Right. So. I don't know. What if he actually does have the Spanish flu and Clarkson's just a bad doctor? I would not put it past him. He doesn't do a check. He doesn't do a test. Hey, there are no COVID tests there. <laughs> he can't swab his nose or something. What if Clarkson is laughing to himself, just having a good gesture, telling the others, oh, he's just drunk when he knows actually he's sick. And, he's and also, this is a pandemic that we say thousands and thousands of people died from. So this guy could be millions. drunk. Also- <laughs> millions died. Yeah. No, Clarkson's, Clarkson's just chuckling. He had to too much to drink. Clarkson just knows better. He's like, if Mosley dies, oh, well, it, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Clarkson, is he a good doctor? The world will never know. <laughs> uh, well, they, he's definitely, he's not wearing a face mask, that's for sure. No. I mean, that, I guess that wasn't, I feel like face masks have been a thing for a long time, I, I guess, but even back then, who knows? I, I saw some photos of baseball games from the, the, the 20s? Spanish flu, and their people uh, are wearing, like Babe Ruth playing with a face mask on. Really? The big Bambino? Yeah, so it's not, yeah, so it's <laughs> not some unheard of thing. The salt in the swat? Yeah. Wow. With the cover in his face. I think it might have been in, in New Haven, too. I mean, and that guy smokes cigars like no one. Okay. <laughs> Probably cut a hole in the mask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, no masks on site at Downton. Uh, you wonder about their preparedness for this whole thing. I kind of forgot how many people actually are afflicted by this, <laughs> this virus this episode. Oh, yeah. Do we want to keep going on that, or do we want to... Is there, there's, there's a couple low-hanging branches we can just Go for the branches, off. man. Go for the branches. Ethel is here. Oh, I'm going to be honest, man. I didn't even watch the scenes. I actually got up and left the room. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I don't care about this at all. We see, I mean, Hughes is nice to, to sort of be a mother figure to Ethel. I, I wouldn't know. I've been there. I've done that. I've watched the show twice now. I've had enough of Ethel in my life. I just didn't, yeah, I didn't so, watch the so scenes. To burn through Ethel quick, the the majors, her, her baby daddy who died in the war. Mm-hmm. Or did he die at down? He died in the war, right? Well, he's dead. No, what happened was she shacked up with that guy while he was carousing on the town, and then yeah, he went off to war and never responded. Well, he was to her. in in um in Downton when it was a hospital, right? It, convalescent home, right? And didn't he also like push her away too when she tried to come back around to him when he was back in person? Because he went away, then he came back from the war, and then he rejected her, and then he went away again, and then he died. Because yeah, 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 because. The, the story that his um, family comes up with, and I don't even know their last name. That's how little I care about this side plot. They just say that what they want to tell the baby is that dad died in the war, mom died of the flu, done, bingo. Jackpot. But no, no, Ethel's like, I'm keeping it. And yeah, that's it, all right? I'm, <laughs> I don't know. We don't I see Ethel after this Like, I, I've decided no. I want to, you know. We do see Ethel after this. Ethel then has to have her whole play of getting a job. So who cares? We just know that season three, Ethel needs to get a job. That's what this leads to. <laughs> yeah, and then she eventually gets a job near the baby and Store can see clothes. the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Great. <laughs> we, we really tied a bow on that one. All right. I, I do like that this show really um, ha- is very hammy about this sort of fatherless child. Mm-hmm. And then we go to English game where it's just sort of, okay, Fergus just wants to marry this this woman who has a child out of wedlock. And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they really play it to the rafters and down, but you know, who knows? <laughs> Different strokes. Yeah. What's the other low hanging branch that you have, Dave? Um, I don't know how low hanging it is, but Jane is in this episode. Oh, dude. <laughs> I was so glad to see that. I was like, wait, that's the one. Oh, that is the one who does that thing with Robert. <laughs> now, is this the only, well, for the people that don't remember, Jane is the maid that Robert's got a little thing for. Oh, he's got more than a little thing for her. Yeah. Yeah. Freddie, her son. He's, he's he, got a, a vested interest in. Speaking of uh, fatherless children, mm-hmm. he's, Robert is is all about Freddie. How's Freddie? Right? Is he going to Ripon? Is he going to school? He's full of facilitating this kid's entire you know livelihood of, of having an education and everything. Yeah, and <laughs> this is the episode where where Robert uh, lays it on her. They 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 kiss for a little bit. Right. So he he takes her into a side room and they cut away. And I was like, wait, they're actually going all the way. I don't remember this. And it's like, no, the cut back to it's just them smooching. But there's one person who we need to tip the hat to in this instance. Bates. Mr. Bates. Right. If Bates didn't come to the door at that moment, who knows? Right. It's almost. I was wondering if it's pointed where he asks. Uh, he asks Robert, "What time do you want to wake up in the morning?" I forgot to ask you, and he says, "Oh, seven or whatever." But he's really getting Robert to waking up to what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He doesn't know any better. Right. He, he got incepted by Bates right there. <laughs> that wait a second, I can't be doing this with Jane. And stops it right there. It does indeed, and then he gives her money for some hush money. He's cutting a lot of checks this episode. <laughs> We're trying to cut checks. <laughs> Robert, Robert with a checkbook is great. He's like Ric Flair. It just like comes out whenever he needs it. Yeah, how can I resolve this? Just start writing a check. It's like, I mean, we've all... He starts like shaking his gold watch in, in front of people. He's like, look at what I got. <laughs> Woo! He starts walking around in a circle, strutting. <laughs> I got all kinds of money. Well, Robert, just wait for season three. <laughs> is that season season four, right? No, that's or is season, season three, three, episode one. Life oh, comes yeah, season... at you fast, Robert. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're two episodes away from ruin. <laughs> seriously, and he's just touting his money. Ponzi, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Straight up giving all his money away to Ponzi. Uh, so, I, mean, I think we only got one more downstairs. Well, you got a couple more downstairs. Do we? Well, there's a, the other low hanging fruit is the Tom Barrow hanging around looking for is... a job. He's he's fresh off the uh, plaster dust mm-hmm. situation, which everyone seems now, to one know thing about. That I don't, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because they bought it. Remember, Daisy? This is plaster that's right, dust. That's right. <laughs> the cliffhanger of the last episode was uh, Thomas's uh, breakdown. That's right. I forgot. Now, one thing that I don't quite understand is that we know that in as Carson is sick, Barrow steps up and starts, you know, humbling himself because. I did not remember how much trash he talks about not coming back into service. Mm-hmm. And we see in this episode that he is trying to lower himself to come back into service and get a job. Yeah. But where was I going with? Oh, so all these people are sick and the hospital is closed, but we know for a fact that Sybil is suiting up to come do her nurse duties. Mm-hmm. 
Barrow worked at the convalescent home as well. How come they're not using him for that? He's got a bad hand, right? Yeah, but he worked at the convalescent home with a bad hand. That's why he came home. Maybe the hand got worse. <laughs> it doesn't. We know for a fact it didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think he's trying to focus on getting a job. You know, he can't dilly dally with the side. He's not focusing on getting a job. He's just lifting Carson's, you know, load. Well, when opportunity strikes, you know, got to sure. Got to go for it. So I, I can't. I can't. You know, just drag the man for trying to get get an earnest dollar. And he he earned the respect of Mister Carson, who might be still a little. Uh, mumbly because he's sick but Carson does say like thank you Thomas for everything you've done I think he's a little perplexed to see Thomas doing it he's like wait what is that man doing here okay yeah but it, it is funny because even reading the situation Thomas isn't doing the noble thing mm-hmm. because he's stepping up to try to make a good impression because Car- there's the scene where Carson's like well you gotta leave because you've gone on the record as saying how you're not working here ever again because you- this is below you right and now you've screwed your life up and you're you're you know trying to suck up and stay here mm-hmm. n- not gonna work yeah. and then all that happens is a couple people get sick and he goes okay it worked well we don't see that he gets given a job at the end of the episode but we see the graciousness from Carson right. is genuine right well I mean he, he did take on a lot of workload you know Carson was down and then the house was you know falling sick he would yeah Mosley's down Anna's out of the yeah. house yeah so I, I can see how he earned that respect I mean there's nothing that matters to Carson aside from you know servitude and stuff so I can understand how that sat well with him um, yeah yeah I mean there's one more big thing downstairs but we can get to that later because that's kind of the capper to everything uh, oh yes yeah we, we can, well there's a great there's a great downstairs and then there's an ant downstairs. Right. But let's get to let's get upstairs. So, speaking of Robert cutting checks, uh, <laughs> and, and Sybil with her her gown and everything, there's big big news this episode. This is the one. This is Sybil telling Sybil and Branson uniting. So how does Branson announce himself when he arrives at Downton, Dave? He goes, "I'm here." <laughs> That's it. He walks in the door. <laughs> I'm here. That's a, it, it's a pretty it's pretty cool because he walks in and they're like, yeah, and he just locks eyes with the sibling and he goes, I'm here. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> no. oh, he's not back. He's here. Yeah, he's here. This is, and this is like him and Robert about to go to throws. Robert is fuming. <laughs> I won't allow it. And, I won't allow it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't bow and scrape is what he. Uh, Branson says, because mm-hmm. Robert's like, look at you. He says, he says it's a, a folly, a ridiculous juvenile mess. Right, because what's their plan? Go to Ireland. They want to elope. Go to Dublin, yeah. Elope, do it, do it there. And they'll do it after the wedding. They'll, they'll wait a week or whatever and get it done. I do like that they're straight up saying, like, we don't want to steal Lavinia and, and, and Matthew's thunder. And the camera, like, Pan. tilts. <laughs> yeah. And there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there they are. They're just, like, sitting there, like, Hello, it's like the Simpsons episode with Millhouse behind the series. <laughs> we were here the whole time. <laughs> um, it, there was great moments though with Branson going downstairs, and then Carson saying, "Have you no shame? <laughs> Get out of here! Get." This and, is, uh, I mean, Branson. He's like, "You're a good man, Mister Carson." Mm-hmm. Carson's like, "I don't care what you think. Yeah, I don't care if you're a good man." <laughs> and. Uh, was it he leaves and then was it someone says something and Carson's like I said we're going to be quiet here now okay <laughs> shut up and then it just shows them 
it holds on the silence just long enough for it to be strange. Yeah, they're just eating in silence because that's what Father Father Carson told them to do. Yeah, I mean, he's the boss, man. Yeah. What if your boss was just like, no talking during lunch break? Yeah, like, what are the repercussions if you were to talk there? Does he, like, strike pay for me, or what, is, what, what does he do? Make you scrub more dishes, I guess? I mean, who would you think was going to stand up and talk at that point? Daisy, maybe? Patmore? They're not even in there. Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. Who's the one in the movie that's like a kid that's in the gang, that they add to the gang? If that guy was there, he would be talking. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, no no one speaks anyways. Uh, so yeah, Sybil's going to hang around. And, and actually, Tom's going to leave first, and she'll join up with him or whatever. That's what she says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, everyone starts getting sick. And Sybil's kind of like Batman, where she just literally has her World War uh, One robe ready to go to look like a medic again. <laughs> well, I mean, it's at her house. She just opened her closet. And she's ready ready uh, to, to put on. Because she, she plans to be a nurse up in Dublin. She wants to be that. I wonder if she's been told that... I wonder if the medical universe is caught up in Dublin to where it is in England. We never really see her out of... We we never see her as the fish out of water, which is a little unfortunate. Well, that's, I mean, budgetary restraints, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, maybe she'd made some good changes up there to the, the medical system while she was there. Yeah, another low-hanging fruit subplot upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edith has just uh, passed over the whole episode. <laughs> I was so thankful for this because <laughs> I feel like we get enough after this with Edith, you know, going through the dredges of life and everything. Just stay right there, Edith. Just stay young. Just stay in that moment. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Yeah, and, and we get an iconic Dowager quote from this, too. Don't be defeatist. It's very middle class. There we go. That That's the truth right there. Thanks, Edith. Thanks for coming. Might, might be one of Edith's best episodes, just because nothing happens to her and she doesn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Definitely the best Edith leading up to her marrying Bertie. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. We need to rewatch the show to figure that out, but yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, there's not too many better. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more lows than there are highs for her. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're just taking care of sick people. We we hear that two more maids are sick. We don't know who, but we get Robert asking us, "Jane, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> the man wants he want he wants he wants some of that Jane. <laughs> or does he want uh, what's the what's the kid's name? Freddie. Freddie, oh, Freddie. That's his fairy tale boy 2.0. There we go. Um, yeah. So, anyways, let's just move forward with that with that plot. I, I think. Well, do we want to? Well, we can because Aaron entwines with the other one. So, Matthew Levin. So we got two two sicknesses. Yeah. Upstairs. Wow. Two cases of the flu. To us. To, to tell us. We got Cora who looks bad. Ooh, wow. She 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 is she is at that moment in time she is more down with the sickness than Lavinia she's, who seems like she's gonna be okay. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> Cora is sort of hemorrhaging blood out the nose, like legit. Oh yeah. This is classic down and sick person dark eye makeup. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. They're they're pancaking it on. Um, and they all kind of was it. Cora's like feeling ill, but she's like walking around and they're at dinner and she's like, you know, what? I gotta get out of here. And then. Lavinia, you know, a beat later is like, you know what? I'm not feeling well. And then they play the dramatic music, <laughs> which is like, oh, okay, something's going to happen to her. Probably not Cora, because they seem to be much more serious about this one. 
Yeah, so so Cora's sickness does two different things for the story. Mm-hmm. It lets uh, Robert cleanse his um, his his thought process, and it, he decides, you know, spoiler alert: Cora recovers, and right. Robert says, "Jane, this is it. You know, <laughs> I got to be with my wife." You think he was keeping Jane in his back pocket in case? No, but I think the you know potentially losing Cora opened his eyes to what he should how you know right. he should and shouldn't act because there's no scenario where he ends up with Jane because he would never end, go with a maid or anything like that that would reflect poorly on the house that would not happen. Oh well, I mean he would never go with her, but he would misbehave with her. Every fiber in his being is telling him yes, but his brain mm-hmm. says no. Uh, and O'Brien gets to all right try to redeem herself from the killing the baby. What a graceful great note of like we don't have much time for o'brien in this episode but this is an important beat to hit on where she you know with cora facing death's door maybe o'brien can get some you know forget be for she can just be forgiven for what she did to her now i was waiting for that the the bomb to drop that she tells cora like it was me it was me all along Mm -hmm. cora she gets close but no she just she gets close she just says i've done bad things (laughs) and it's fun to do bad things yeah. Yeah. But no. She, but that's, it's about it for O'Brien. I, think that's I a, still hate her. I think that's the closest we get with O'Brien telling uh, Cora, but it's still a powerful moment. Yeah. you. I mean, granted, O'Brien leaves on unceremonious terms very, you know, quickly in the middle of the night mm-hmm. when she does leave. But you would think we would get a little closer to more people knowing about what happened. But yeah, it's best. I think that's kind of like a Matthew Good situation. Or not Matthew Good, Matthew Crawley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's a situation that they just, you know, got out of there when the getting was good. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, yeah, Sakura's down. And then, yeah, Lavinia not doing hot. And, and Lavinia is where I kind of see parallels to today where you see these stories of, oh, they're doing fine and everything. They're doing great with COVID. And then the next day, no, no. No, yeah. No. Because uh, Lavinia's up and around just long enough to see Matthew and Mary dancing. Not just dancing, smooching. Smooch. This is a this is a smoochy episode. It really is. Um, also, Don got a gramophone too. <laughs> yeah, it's a wedding gift for Lavinia and Ma- uh, Math cousin Matthew. I keep forgetting his name because I keep thinking Matthew Good. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the future. I'm, I'm in Henry Talbot mode still. Yeah, I got to rewind. Right. Uh, I think there's a good line from the Dowager about the gramophone, but I just can't. I didn't have time to copy it down. Yeah, you know we've by we've it. covered the, we've covered this more. If you want the more thorough breakdown, listen to the OG. Yeah, rewind the clock. This is us revisiting this in a similar universe, right? Uh, so yeah, they got the grand phone, so they're dancing to it. And I can't believe Matthew actually kissed Mary. Even watching this back, it's like, come on, man, you're you're engaged, about to be married in the w- next week. Both of them are. Well, I mean, the Carlisle one is more circumstantial, but. <laughs> Not not a good look. Not a good look. And and not a good look for either and yet, of them. All the female fans of Downton just love Matthew. This man who's about to get married to a woman he theoretically loves and he's cheating. He's a cheater. Yeah, and Lavinia Lavinia's a saint. Yeah, the best. Uh, because she straight up tells Matthew on her deathbed that it's a blessing that she's sick because she won't get, Matthew she won't, can wind up with Mary. Right, she doesn't want to be a nuisance. Which is so depressing to hear someone say on their deathbed. How 
not having watched this whole season again, seeing Lavinia is like a she's great. Yeah, she's good. She's good. And honestly, I felt even worse for her because okay, she passes away, and then her father passes away, and he's going to give his fortune to Matthew because that's the only person who loved Lavinia. And then that fortune ends up with the Crawleys anyway. So she really just gets beaten down at the end of all this because the money just from her family just gets inherited by the Crawleys. Like that's, yeah, that's depressing. <laughs> she's like she's like Ted Turner and, and and Robert is like Vince McMahon. I yeah, they just come in and take the whole business over. It's like look, we you know I got WWE buys WCW and wins uh, wins anyways. Uh, so sorry, Lavinia, hardly knew you. I mean, there's a couple good quotes in that scene. I mean, we see Robert, mm-hmm. or rather Matthew, and the, this damn stick. Right. <laughs> and he, during the dance scene, he says to Mary, you are my stick. I wasn't sure if that was a euphemism or what. <laughs> but I mean, the fact that he keeps calling his cane a stick <laughs> is... Do you think Mosley one day when he's tucking him in or something could just be like, maybe don't call it a stick? I'd like to be like... Be a- you don't hear... You don't hear Bates calling it a stick. Yeah. I just wish there was like a... Or Robert takes one into the Grantham Arms when he tries to pay off Branson. I sw- he doesn't call it a stick. Yeah. I just wish there was a reveal that at one point he was actually holding a stick. Like he didn't really... Wait a second. What? <laughs> Doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Poor Matthew. I hope he can walk again. I mean, he, he's walking. He just wants to walk down the aisle, let alone dance with Mary. Right. He, he bemoans they won't be able to walk down the aisle without any help. Uh so anyways sorry Lavinia yeah she, she, rest in rest in she dies it's pretty uh, it's not as gut wrenching as Sybil because very little in the show is as gut wrenching as Sybil right. but it's it's pretty quick it's sad yeah it comes out of nowhere and like and then you see you see Matthew's like a shell for the rest of the episode oh he's ghostly white <laughs> like he, he has that reaction I think this is Dan Stevens playing acting really well because you see Lavinia's just died and he's talking to Robert and he hasn't, it hasn't sunk in that Lavinia's dead. And he's like, how's Cora? And Robert's like, good, actually. And Ro- uh, Matthew's like, that's very, you know, like, you, you can see it in his face that he hasn't processed mm-hmm. Lavinia yet. And he's like, it's good that Cora's okay. But, you know, like, everyone around him is like, oh, my God, dude, you just lost your fiance. Yeah. And Matthew looks. And they don't even know the guilt trip she she put him on unintentionally. That's true. And he's pale white. Like, you you want to think that, like. Dan Stevens went out on a bender the night before and got really drunk and then just had to wake up t- to go to work after vomiting his brains out. And that's how you get that ghostly pale. That I've seen that pale before. That is an after an all night bender. Yeah. Or <laughs> after losing your fiance who just guilt tripped you into marrying your cousin. That, that, that's the only other occasion that it pops up for. Uh, so I guess on that note, somebody comes over to the house when they found out that Lavinia had the flu and might might kick the bucket. It's our boy, our number one boy forever, Carlisle. <laughs> Rich, Rich comes over. Which, how do you interpret this? I th- do you think he's actually there because he cares? I think that I I think I don't think he's there to be manipulative. No, the way that Mary says. No, I th- I think he's absolutely correct that he like okay he's concerned about her falling back in the arms of Matthew. And that that is a fair reason for him to show up, I think, on, on some level. Like, yeah, it's okay, yeah, he should trust Mary, you know, around Matthew. But at the same time, I think Mary's proven time and again to maybe not trust her <laughs> with her feelings and stuff. Not incorrect. That's very much true. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like, yeah, I, I, Carla, not a good guy. Uh, uh, you know, not the best. But 
misunderstood. Yeah, definitely misunderstood. It's not the worst intentions for him to show up there. No, no, especially because there's supposed to be a wedding and there's this flu that's out and he he refers to it as a tricky disease. As somewhat and today. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Yeah. Yeah. Now, if uh, if the disease hit, if, if COVID hit Downton today, this may sound off color and everything, I think more people would have survived. Lavinia would be fine, probably. Oh, yeah, because... Did you say Spanish flu is H1N1? That's the swine yeah. flu, right? Yeah. People were fine. But if COVID hit there, too. I mean, they're, they're rich. Like, I mean, Prince Charles or whatever. Uh, not, is it not Prince yeah. Charles? Yeah, he had it, right? Yeah, Prince Charles and, and Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Down could afford to be okay. We'd, we'd still have a Lavinia. Yeah, they'd have some ventilators. Yeah. Um, man. But it's crazy, too, because Cora definitely has it worse. She's got all the blood and everything, and it's like, no, we got we to gotta get rid of Lavinia. That, that, that's the... That's what we got to do. Imagine if they got rid of Cora, though. That'd be hard. So they have the whole sub, but they don't change the episode. So it's like Robert is still making out with the maid when he dies. Oh, man. <laughs> Robert would be like, uh oh. That'd, that'd be bad. That'd be really bad. Um, what were we even, we even saying? So Carlisle, at one point, you know, when Lavinia's, when it's time for her to go, he cautions Mary to not go in the room while Matthew's in there. He, he says, you owe him this much to let him have this moment with her. And then she just shakes him free and just goes in there. And I think Carlisle Bad has a point. look for Mary. Carlisle's correct. It's like, you, you literally are there stealing every moment of Matthew away from Lavinia. You kissed him the night before. And then you don't see it, but Lavinia told freaking Matthew, you know, to go to you. Like, sorry, Carlisle was right. Carlisle, Carlisle had a point. <laughs> Justice for Richard. <laughs> Justice for Richie. Um, anyways. You think with his newspaper empire, he would be like, look, guys, the Spanish flu serious. Uh, yeah, you should really get some protection going on here. I, I, get some face masks and some ventilators. Yeah, he just shows up with masks. I, I brought masks, guys. <laughs> um, They're reusable. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else going on upstairs? It's, it's mostly the Sybil Robert stuff and then that. Yeah, I mean, did did we really cover all the bases? Uh, so Branson and, and Sybil stick around, and then at the funeral, mm-hmm. Robert kind of bends the knee in a way, and he says, you know, I've been living my life this way, and I don't want to be a bad boy. Yeah, I mean, we, we skipped over he the says, scene. I've, where, I've been hooking up with the help, too. Yeah, and we skipped over the scene where he was about to cut another check to, to Branson. <laughs> oh, which is great. Yeah, they go to the Grantham Arms. Yeah, because that's where Branson's staying, mm-hmm. and and Robert's like, "How much? How much is it gonna cost to keep you away?" Yeah. What if Branson's like twenty five grand, <laughs> and then he leaves, and that's fine. That's it. Fine. <laughs> cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there goes his money. I mean, even then, at the end, he you know, he says like, "Yeah, I'll give you a small amount of money for your wedding. It's not much." And he keeps threatening, like, you won't have any access to any of my money, Sybil. And it's like, well, you don't have any money for her to access to begin with. Robert, shut up. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know about Ponzi. Yeah. Uh, but he says, like, that's the gift of little Vinya to be, you know, more thoughtful or whatever of the people in love and everything. So it, it, it turns a leaf. Yeah, I think he sees both the error in his ways mm-hmm. with Jane mm-hmm. and the, the love loss between Matthew and Lavinia, even though he's a you know his moral compass is askew with mary in the picture matthews yeah 
Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I think that's the end of uh, Sybil and, uh, and Tom for the rest of the series, right? I think that they just go off to Dublin and then that's it. Yep, that, that'll that do. They burn down mansions. It's a nice IRA yeah. life. Yeah, it's great. Uh, by the way, un- unrelated to everything, did you notice the weird moment where Ethel's downstairs and Jane walks in and they give each other a glance and then Jane walks away? I could not, for the life of me, understand what that was. <laughs> I think Ethel has a reputation. Did Jane replace oh, Ethel? Oh, that's right. Maybe that's a, yeah, the reputation of her being... And, and I think maybe Jane sees... Jane is like, oh, this is somebody that caused some trouble with somebody upstairs. She got a baby. Uh, I don't want a baby. <laughs> I already got a baby. <laughs> Freddie. Uh, I was actually surprised that the fairy tale boy word didn't come up this episode. I guess we're in between the whole fairy tale aspect of uh, Robert's infatuation with uh, Matthew. Yeah. Matthew needs to... That is on the, yeah, Matthew needs to... It's on the, the back burner right now. Yeah, Matthew has to work more magic of walking even more again. Uh, so... Yeah, I think that's pretty much it, except for the the one storyline that's that's left to tackle, right? Oh yeah, baby, only one left. It starts out pretty small. It's just Bates and Anna are going to get it done. Going, yeah, Anna wants to marry Bates because they know what's coming. Well, they don't know for sure. They just know that they're in the clear now of the the wife, and they just want to do it before anything else happens, right? In case. Oh yeah, yeah. So. It happens. Yeah. They get married. Go to the courtroom. It's a nice, sweet, short scene. Mm-hmm. Good Downton wedding. Mm-hmm. Probably the best Downton wedding. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's a stretch. <laughs> and then uh, Mary, the day after uh, Lavinia dies, the day mm-hmm. after her mother miraculously covers from the Spanish flu, mm-hmm. is uh, kind enough to get them their own little uh, suite. In the house. And it's it? Jane's parting gift that she sets the room up for him. Yeah, I, I thought this happened earlier in the series, but here it is. I, I no. still still feel scandalized seeing the, their bare shoulders in the in the show. Yeah, you see Bates' chest hair and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I, I was still thinking back to what I said in the last time we did this episode, and I think it still remains true. Those walls are too thin for whatever they're doing in that room. Like, if oh yeah, if they're nearby in another adjacent room, they're hearing everything that's going on. Bates is going wild, and they're just hearing it. <laughs> uh and that's no, I was I was thinking watching this scene. Mm-hmm. This is a show that does not get very physical between the eight people, mm-hmm. generally. Yeah, and we know now from Twitter how Brendan Coyle is, <laughs> and we know how Joanne Froggett is from her social media. They don't seem very similar. Yeah, they don't seem compatible. He seems a little bit <laughs> abrasive, and she seems very, I don't know, uh, demure. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they got along fine, oh, yeah. but it's like, all right, and I'll take you clothes off. And get well, they're not. They got clothes on. They're just, you know, showing off some shoulder. Get the, show, show your shoulder to your friend, yeah. Brendan. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny, though, because just thinking about how thin those walls are, if Robert were to try and do anything with Jane, people would be hearing what's going on there, too. It, it, well, I mean... I think there's nothing in that house that people we can't don't hear. Say, we can't say that's necessarily true, because Bear, uh, Branson got talked, succumbed into his situation with um, Edna. And nobody heard that. Pamuk, nobody heard that. That is true. I just, well, maybe, yeah. Maybe I should just stick to the story. Bates seems like a noisy man, a loud man. There's no way that people did not hear <laughs> what was going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he says, he says, he's like, you had your way with me. Uh, no, he had his way with her, right? Or 
No, he said you had your way with me. <laughs> what the hell is going on there? He's got a bad leg, man. He's not having his way with anything. <laughs> I want to know what Anna did to him. Um, did she, all right. He's, he's actually crying afterwards. <laughs> That's base. Like, oh, she had her way with me. She just, like, puts him in, a, like, like man, a leg it lock. It feels good not to sleep in a, cl- in a twin bed in a cot. <laughs> yeah, for once. Um, yeah, so that is the episode. So I think, was this a good episode, Dave? This is an excellent episode. Great episode. Great table setting for for the finale and everything. And, and and you know the season two finale is is regarded as one of the best episodes of the show. Wait, wait, we just but we've been over this. That we just it's the best a, maybe ninety seconds yeah. of the Christmas special. Yeah, but we also it's the pro, the proposal is the best part. But that's it. We also just skipped over the best part of this entire episode too. The last minute. What? <laughs> we didn't even mention. Like, oh yeah, well, Bates got Bates gets arrested. <laughs> I to- totally blanked on that. And it's it's like the show like wraps it up. You know, we get a peaceful scene of doubt in itself, and it's like no, and, the and post credits of Dowager, a movie. <laughs> the Dowager and and Robert talking about the Dowager's like, oh, there's a Branson who owns this thing in Ireland that's mm-hmm. noble that we can lie and say we're related to him. Right. And it's kind of oh ha ha ha, we'll deal with this next year. And in the yeah, and then it fades to black, and then you know fades back up to yeah it's like a Bates getting um, arrested it's like a post-credits cliffhanger scene and then like oh my god yeah they, they come out of nowhere to put the cuffs on him and uh he doesn't debate or fight he's just he's just taken away yeah uh he, he was actually arrested for what he did uh, for yeah for what he did to his wife allegedly Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. And then the show ends. The episode ends with Anna by herself, looking lost. Which, Great. man, really put into perspective how much Julian, how much hell he puts her through. <laughs> yeah, and there's no unlike Marvel. There's no like second or third post credit scene. There's something silly to cleanse the palate. No, that's it. There's just a second season finale for <laughs> season two. Oh yeah, there's just the the greatest down episode ever, right. even though it's not. Wait, what is? Not that I I think in our revisit of the Christmas special, we, we came to terms with the fact that like there's some dumb stuff in that. Isn't that the Ouija board? Oh yeah, the, yeah, there is a Ouija board. <laughs> yeah. And we know that proposed maybe the best Downton moment, but not the best episode. Right. That's right, that's right. That's where we left it. So I think, yeah, we this is a good episode. Just drawing parallels though. What? I was gonna say I, I wrote down in my notes, this might be like if you had a checklist of things that the Lords of Grantham like about Downton Abbey, we get Robert screaming. Yes. We get like a, de- a, a all-time great Dowager quip with the Edith thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a good Mosley subplot. Yeah. We get a lot of important baits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlisle being right. Great Carlisle, yeah. Um, and Robert, I, just, Robert, to, you know, up to something, scheming. And Sybil and Branson, and not being like post creep Branson. Yeah, no, it's got everything you could love about this, except for maybe Ro- Cora being terse with Robert. That's the only thing missing. And Ethel. Uh, yeah, and Ethel's in this, but it has a lot of the ingredients that we love. Oh, definitely, and and a good Mister Mason scene. Always good to have a Mister Mason. <laughs> Always means scene. well, and then also questionable Doctor Clarkson prescriptions. Yes, uh, uh, that's right. So. But just drawing parallels to today, because you know that was one of the big thrusts of like watching us, like well, the Spanish flu back then and everything. They'd mentioned that Clarkson had like ten other patients coming in with it and stuff, and 
it is kind of eerie like how quickly it spreads in the down like like i understand like maybe some of this played for dramatic effect but you read these stories online today how quickly this virus spreads and it's like mm-hmm. it's not a game <laughs> this is not cool that's true yeah even though clarkson is has enough in him to chuckle at drunk mosley right and he's not wearing a mask or anything no one's wearing any protection at all yeah nobody seems to, nobody's taking precautions about it they're just like okay this is a thing that happened we're good yep so i think we we have rankings dave i do i did not again did not refer to the last rankings Me neither <laughs> and we will not this refer to them era. after we give this list anyways who do you got on the bottom i got cora she's got blood coming out the nose and she's getting cheated on by her man so not not a good week for her Okay, well, I got Robert on the bottom. He's a bit of a dog. Because he is a fool. Okay. He, he He's messing around on his wife, who we all love, dog. Cora. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's, he definitely takes the L with Sybil and Branson. Sure. He doesn't want anything to do with that. Yep. Um, and he, he almost loses his wife. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Well, at number two, I got... Mr. Bates. He's going to jail. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's going away. Ain't good for him. Uh, number number two, I got I got May she rest in peace, Lavinia Swire. Well, that's my number one. She's dead. <laughs> uh, you know. That's and that's all. She, I don't know what's worth what what is And she has uh, cheated on worse. too. I mean not cheated on, but that's, she catches her man smooch another woman before he before she dies. Which so. is why Matthew's my number one on the on the bottom. He's a, he's a, because this this is the man that on his fiance's deathbed straight up says, "I saw you, what you're up to." That's true. And you know what? I don't want to bother you in whatever happiness you want in your life. So, yeah. and then guess what happens? She dies. That's true. So Matthew is riddled with that guilt. So Lavinia wasn't even on your list. Oh, she was number two. No, she was number two. You know, just going back to Clarkson's questionable doctoring. Do you think Lavinia actually dies of? the Spanish flu or is it a broken heart because she looks a lot different than Cora I understand that maybe they may, may be reacting in different ways but I'm wondering if she's just she just can't take it anymore she's a little bit sick so is this like episode three <laughs> like yeah like it, she walks out and it's like Obi-Wan and Anakin fighting and then Anakin does something which is in this case the kiss and yeah then, that causes Padme to die yeah so I I, yeah. I mean I think it's entirely plausible that Lavinia dies of a broken heart here man <laughs> I don't know if that's a diagnosable <laughs> cause of death. Well, that's why Clarkson doesn't give it. <laughs> but he knows. Maybe. What if he's thinking, yeah, he's thinking in the back of his head, he's like, hmm, they'll think I'm crazy, but... Look, you're going to have to face it, Matthew. She was addicted to love. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. Um, who's going up for you, Dave? Well, you know, despite the arrest, <laughs> I think Anna <laughs> and Bates have a good episode. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> they, they get married. That- that's a that's a death sentence in itself. Why would that be a positive? They got a good week aside from <laughs> okay. one moment. Okay, they got a bedroom. Yeah. Um, I mean, in 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 this episode, you take what you can get. I would love it if they had Anna and Bates in the room, and then smash cut to the gramophone playing music really loud to drown out any of the sounds going on. <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> Mary's like, I don't know why I'm turning this song up. Yeah, please. Uh, I mean, Mary's a good wing woman. Yes, for Anna. She, oh, absolutely. They're friends. They're legit friends. Yeah. In ways that yeah. Bates and Robert don't seem that way, but, you know. Yeah. 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 But uh, Barrow's number three for me. 
dude's proven his weight. He he, he uh, okay. He's working his way back up to getting a job. So good for him. He's not dealing with plaster anymore. He's he's still got a, a house over his or a roof over his head because he needs to live somewhere. There we go. Yeah. I well. I at number two. You had her on the bot going down. I think Cora Cora. What did she swerves death? So that's enough to give her a, a, a level up. In this episode, yeah. Get out of here, man. <laughs> she 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 doesn't die. She looks like she's gonna die, and she doesn't. She even gets freaking O'Brien to tell her, you know, or try to tell her that her baby died. Like, imagine that week for Cora. She th- she doesn't hear it. She she doesn't care. She may have been hearing she's something. All doped up. All right, all right. Well, number two, I got Branson. Okay. Easy. Yeah. He took a check, and left. I, I mean, he got married. He got the girl. He did. Yeah. Wait. So well, for number one, wait, I have a tie. Who was your number th- oh. three? It was Bates, Anna, then. then uh, then Cora. No, who's number one? Sybil and Branson. They win the episode. They convince Robert that, you know, yeah. they're gonna do it. They and and they just get have the best episode. This is a sad episode. It's true. That is true. Well, we're looking at this from a different angle. So at number one, I got the Crawleys because of Matthew inheriting Lavinia, the Squire's family. Which Crawley's end up in But inheriting. that hasn't happened yet. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter. It, it just like it became really clear to me in this yeah, episode. So then I'll that, rank Edith number one because she winds up to Mark Markinette. No, nah, not unless Lavinia dies here. The, the Crawleys end up rich again. That's false. Also, the Crawleys survive the, the virus. They all end up un, untouched. They're good for them. <laughs> they're number one. Yeah, the world around them is burning and they're like, yeah, we're good. Look, the, these are meaningless rankings for the for this one. So. Yeah, I got Fergus at number one. Yeah. <laughs> Fergus Suter uh, beats the Spanish flu. Um, wait, did he? <laughs> That's a good question. I wouldn't be shocked if some English game people died from the Spanish flu. I know um, the rich white guy who I'm already forgetting his name. He, he survives it. Arthur? Yeah, he's fine. Uh, Fergus Suter, he died before the Spanish flu. For anyone who watched the English game and wants to know what happened there. Yeah, for anybody who's jumping into our coverage and we know i know we're 50 minutes into this episode but to anyone who is who has jumped back onto our downton revisited and who may have not been a fan of our crown coverage you should check out the english game it's great it's pretty good it's pretty good big fans of ourselves here <laughs> um but that's it that what, what do we do next week dave tofton yeah <laughs> okay joss we have to accommodate for 90 minutes of, of that uh you know i got I just Nothing need to know time. what I'm getting into before I pr- do it. Like I sat down and I was like, "Oh no, it's too much." I mean, I I had a slam day at work. Like I legit just did not have the time. So, yeah. But you know, we know now. Maybe you put it on immediately and watch half of it. So be it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe while you're out not. celebrating, I'll just be watching the, the this uh, down episode. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well. And also tonight, speaking of uh, Downton in the UK. Mm-hmm. Well, this is tonight. So we record on Wednesday night. Our, Drake Maverick might be making history tonight. Well, I guess not really. Cause is he the British? Other, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a Kiwi. He's a, he's a Brit. Okay. No, no, he's a Brit. But I guess Jordan Devlin's a current NXT Cruiserweight champion, and he's a, he's the Branson. Yeah, we're just talking about wrestling here, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go go Brits win. I mean, they already got the tag team belts, uh, the the British people. No, those, that's, a, that's a French and a German. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> I give up. Well, any any um any parting recommendations or reviews? Anything that you've been watching lately that's worth? You watch Suicide Squad? I watched Suicide Squad because I, I I was watching HBO Max and uh, I, it's not good. The the it, you tried to convince me, Dave, that it may be worthwhile, and it, it was. I it's it's not not worthwhile. I enjoyed it more than Joker, which may astound some people. <laughs> but okay. Joker's just wasn't pleasant, and it was just wasn't that interesting, and I just didn't like it. People are just probably throwing bottles at me right now as I say that. I'd rather watch Suicide Squad. I don't care. But uh, there's a you know it's it is what it is. Yeah, I watched I I I don't know. I've been on the DC kick. I watched Batman Begins last week. I watched uh, Dark Knight this week, and uh, good movies that hold up. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Batman Forever. Underrated. Uh, Dave, what's your, what's what have you been watching? Um, uh, I started I started Succession finally. Yes. And it's good. It is as I I you know I think. I think succession fits kind of what we want from this show this podcast yeah it's easy to talk about it's easy to talk about big ensemble lots of lots of moving and shaking going on it's a shame there's a million podcasts already covering it <laughs> oh there are i, I, I mean, was unaware I, probably there's a lot of shows out there with podcasts <laughs> that's true okay yeah well and then i'm, I'm catching up on better call Saul. it's a great one which i was uh, behind on so i'm working my way back up to that yeah and then uh I don't know. The more more wrestling documentaries and stuff like that. Yeah, I've, I've been watching a lot of movies, uh, but otherwise, I wrapped up Killing Eve. Okay, season, and then Insecure. I watched on HBO, which had a really really good episode this week. Okay. There you go. There's our recommendations. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're over an hour. We're an Probably. hour now. I think about an hour. Yeah, just about. So I mean, this is an episode that deserves lots of coverage. Absolutely. So. It was an hour. Plus. I was glad that you know this is. We've fallen into situations where episodes have not been as great as we remember them, or the subplots that we want are minuscule. Mm-hmm. But this was a this was a we fell into a pit of gold. We Scrooge McDuck. How this lucky great we episode. are! We needed it. Yeah. All right. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail, we're all there. Wish Dave a happy birthday if you can. That's true. That's true. I would. That'd be nice. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> No pressure. He'll just be counting the number of uh, happy birthdays. Uh, Yeah. All right. So next time, we'll see you. All right. Bye-bye.